Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Welcome to an extra, extra special edition of The Lodgecast. We are in Hollywood, California. Hollywood! At the premiere, the L.A. premiere of Glenn Danzig's Verotica. I am your Lodgemaster. With me as always is Brother Bishke. Rock and roll. Brother Lucas in the back. Hey, hey. And stepping outside of his usual purview tonight... Brother Zach. Couldn't be happier. Zach Attack. <laughs> I think Zach's most pumped out of any of us. I might be. I might be too pumped. Am I, that's my fear. Listen, keep pumping it. Keep pumping it up. Keep pumping Pump it all the up way up. Why not? Thing. It might let you down, but it might surpass your wildest dreams. <laughs> what do we know about this? We know that it had a premiere at a festival. Genre the, festival. Was it in Chicago? Or? I yeah. think so. Okay. And it instantly got a reputation for being the room of horror movies. Tommy Wiseau's The Room of Horror Movies. I mean, that's a mantle that, (laughs) if you bestow that on a movie, can anything live up to that? The hype is strong. Well, it'll be interesting. The Danzig fans are out in full force. We were just outside of the theater, and the line is chock-a-block full like Escape from New York background. It, yeah, I said there's a lot of true believers here. There's a lot yeah. of true believers. There's a lot yeah. of gothed out hard rockers, fishnet leggings, and and mohawks. And, mohawks and they are studs coming. And, yeah, they are coming out in force. I imagine Danzig himself is here tonight. He's probably <laughs> going to do some sort of a song and dance beforehand. It'll be interesting to see if he now knows that it's of a certain quality. Like, is he laughing with it now or? As, as if he always intended. Right. Because the report from the premiere of this was that he said to the crowd, you guys were laughing at some of the wrong parts. <laughs> you laughed with places I wouldn't have expected. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays it now. And if perhaps he re-edited it. I don't think I don't think he touched. Well, it. the word was he was in the editing room right oh, before shit. the screening in Chicago. Okay. I'm not even quite sure how that's totally possible. If He's a tinkerer. Well, I just mean, like, I guess then it wasn't ma- mixed or whatever. Like, he's still fucking with the cut. Like, I don't really understand how that's possible. But Listen, but. anything that we can think about is conjecture at this point. Right. We're not going to know what this is until we experience it. We and have to verotic. We have yeah. to verotic, and we have to verotic hard. Yeah. I think this is based on a comic book that yes. he wrote or something. Yeah. So there's a, there's a source material. And we we all know in, in, in the Prius what the name Verotica is, 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 right? Uh, no. No. Violence 
Erotica. Oh, Verotica. Okay. I mean, let's do this, guys. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking battle these punks for a seat and make this happen. It's Verotica time, y'all. Rock and roll. We are back. We survived. How do we survive? We thrived. We we survived and thrived and picked up a dark metal apparition in the form of Brother Dave. What up? I want your skulls. He is here. We were hoping he he would show up to this event because you, I think, have the deepest connection to Mr. Danzig in this Prius, I would imagine. Most definitely. <laughs> that's that's likely. Before we go further, what is your history with Mr. Danzig? Like, wh- how far do you go back with him? I mean, I'm not deep like some people, but I go back to when we were probably around middle school or high school when the Mother re-release uh, became a big hit. <laughs> right. Off the Thrall Demon Sweat Live EP. <laughs> that captured my attention in a major way, and that introduced me to his solo material. I think I was kind of familiar with the Misfits. Sure. And after that, I just started digging deeper, and I, I mean, it's weird after seeing the movie that we just saw to say this, but as a musician, I yeah. do believe he's a genius. Okay. Where does a complete Danzig Misfits rookie begin, mm. begin the journey? Nice. Yeah. There's, there's a couple Misfits collections which are fantastic, and there's some of the best punk rock ever made. They're up there with the Ramones and the Sex Pistols and the Clash and the Damned, and coming out of New Jersey is just a weird horror movie-obsessed <laughs> right. dude right. who was writing these really insane songs, and he had a great kind of Elvisy croon, which juxtaposed really in an interesting way against that nasty music. And then he he transitioned into the, the metal realm, and it became more of like a bluesy, almost evil Elvis vibe. Mm. Evil Elvis. Mm. And it was still fucking amazing. And his songwriting was just, he's no Bob Dylan, but he's he was kicking ass, you mm. know? Like, he just wrote great songs. He worked with Rick Rubin, and, mm. like, the production's incredible and i i think the first four danzig albums are all very worth listening to what era is the are the first four from what years are those it's 80s through early 90s 80s early 90s and then after like the, once the mid 90s hit it starts getting weird and like he starts experimenting with industrial and it's not as successful he started preparing for verotica <laughs> even if he didn't know it yet right i think he did know it though that's the weird <laughs> thing is like i remember hearing about verotica decade uh, at least a decade ago if not right. more like right this has been brewing this has been in his head yeah and it came out all over that screen tonight yes it did brother bishke break us off a little bit of that verotica schnapps it is on the rotten tomatoes <laughs> verotica featuring a plot shrouded in secrecy and based on the output of danzig's long-running mature comic book publishing company verotica 
compound of violence and erotic. This feature film anthology is a realization of his lifelong love of comic books and the dark arts. That's it. There it is. So we saw this in a theater jam-packed. Sold out. Sold out to the brim. With Danzig fans. Full of Danzig fans. Like, people were ready to rock and roll with this movie. And it started 40 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like they, were, they were applying the same strategy that you would to, like, a concert. You know, where it's like, get people riled up, get everybody packed in, and then... And also set the stage a little bit. There is a strip club-esque DJ yes. on the loudspeakers going, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Danzig <laughs> is in the house. The snack bar is open. The, the bar is open. We're here for Verotica. <laughs> Do you think that was the actor in the film? I think so. Oh, okay. We'll get to that later. Yeah. We'll get, but we got to set the stage a little bit. Gentlemen, bring your hard-earned dollars up to the stage. <laughs> These ladies are working hard for your money. Gentlemen, gentlemen. Now, did you guys talk about the screening in Chicago? Uh, briefly, but you you probably know more than we do. A week or two ago in Chicago was the world premiere, and the vibe was bad. The vibe yeah. was that mm. this movie was The Room. Right. The Tommy Wiseau of horror. Yes. Mm-hmm. That set the stage for tonight. Which but was that's why LA everybody's premiere. here tonight. Yeah, there was a lot that's of that. That's why I'm here. Yes. There was, yeah. there was, I would say there was Danzig fans. Right. There was, like, deep horror cultist fans, yes. and then there were just curious cinema fans. There was the, the bat signal from the AV club yes. was was lit in the sky, and Fred Armisen and Kumail Nanjiani were in the house. Yes, they smelled it. <laughs> like us in the car. Yes. We want to know what all the fuss is about. And everybody paid $20 a piece That's right. to be and here. And waited 40 damn minutes. Plus parking, for, which plus is parking. not easy around here. <laughs> so... He came out. <laughs> he's, he's battling a flu. He was battling the flu. Like a true metal warrior. And, That's right. And everybody was cheering, and then he's like, I have the flu, <laughs> but I wanted to show up because some of you would have been upset if I wasn't here. <laughs> and then people are like, woo. Which, by the way, when I when I watch live uh, Misfits videos on YouTube from like the re- most recent tour, that's kind of what he sounds like. Okay, so that he, he just always mm. sounds like that. Okay, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. So basically, he was just kind of like, enjoy the show, and with no further ado, it just hit. It is an anthology. It yeah, <laughs> we are. In, he he kind of slips it in though in the intro. He's like, it's an anthology, and I was like, oh, it is. Like I didn't know that. <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah. We are basically in an Elvira situation. Yes. Right? We got, we've got we got a uh, alluring dark magic lady welcoming us into the program. Played by porn star Caden Cross. Correct. And, uh, and then uh, she, you know, sticks her fingers into some eyeballs and uh, wittily introduces us to the first segment, and she comes back throughout. She does. Introducing each one with some uh, pithy humor related to th- what you just saw. Now, the people listening to this, like, you're you're getting a scoop here. This movie isn't going to technically be released until Halloween. So I think a lot of people that are listening will want to see this. So we're going to get into some of the finer points of this, you're going to want to turn it off now. Just just, just save it. Save this little morsel of a podcast 
see it for yourself and then tune back in and see uh, re- relive the horrendous memories that said chapter one <laughs> chapter one <laughs> it started very strong Woo! very very, very strong. strong oh we got spiders. We got blowjobs. We got eyeball breasts. We got. We, we have a recurring uh, aesthetic of a wandering zoom. Oh, the wandering zoom. The wandering zoom and the and the and the um, operated by Danzig himself. Yes. Yeah, and there's and the fades were were unbelievable. I think, I think the biggest the biggest reactions by far that the crowd gave were to the zooms and the transitions. The editing. The editing is special. Unique. Like the timing of the shots. Yes, when they end, how long he how lets them hang. Linger, yeah. yeah. You, 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 couldn't, you couldn't write it down in a book how to do this. That's what I was thinking. This comes, this comes from an innate exploratory spirit that is within Danzig, and he's writing his own rules, and they are very alien to... The to, rhythms are very alien. Yes. It is like, to use musical parlance, he's, he is operating in a time signature that no one's really heard before. Mm. Almost every scene, or every shot, ends in a fade to black, followed by a cut to the following action. And the zooms go in slow, then a little bit faster, then a little slower. <laughs> you can just feel... It's, because he's he's a DP, so I can feel Glenn Danzig's finger yes, on the zoom. Yes, I was yeah, I was yeah. I was doing ghost fingers. I was yeah. twiddling my fingers around zooming. He'll go in. He'll go all the way into a face, and then he'll start pulling out. And sometimes <laughs> he'll fade out right after he starts pulling out the zoom. And sometimes though, it's almost <laughs> like you can hear him uh, off camera going. Keep going. Yes. I'm coming in for another go. We're just going to keep yes. rolling. And you can see you can see the actors. Yeah. They, they think it's done. And then they hear an off-camera cue from him. And they continue. And then the zoom will continue. It's But we haven't cut. We have not cut. So... Yeah. Not to mention, there's just a, several shots that appear out of focus. Right. Lots of yeah. out of focus. The lighting is... Sub pornography. Sub pornography. But yet, there's but a yet. shot where someone leaves the room, and when they they close the door, the camera rig shakes. Yes, like with the camera the, shakes with, with the door. Something so gets we are hit. we are in a true Ed Wood adjacent yes. space, and I think that is but, why that is why they bring up Wizzo. But to me, not far off. Not well. But for I, me, this is Ed Woodsian in that the love this man has for the his universe. The love is there. Is it like Wizzo <laughs> doesn't have a, a, a vision that Wiz- like loves, is giving you a Wiz- world. Wizzo loves like, the passion I, of the theater. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily no. love movies. Right. But, but, but here's the weird thing: is that Glenn Danzig loves Ed Wood. Like right. Glenn Danzig named yeah. his record no, label I, right. Plan, Plan Nine. Whiskey, record. You're trying oh. to get something out. I'm trying to get something out here. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, no, no. I, I agree with all this because in terms of him being like was so like he seems to be aware like. For the first third, I wasn't quite sure. I was like, because I, I don't know Glenn Danzig, sure. you know, and his history. But I was like, I was like, mm, is this just like total Tommy Wiseau? Like he's, or is some some of this purposeful in terms of the way that he's pulling it off? And then by the time you get to the to the third act, sure. which we'll get to eventually, but mm. he's going for the humor. I thought. I think he's aware of the references, whereas Wiseau 
is truly like he he just blasted in from another planet and has never seen a movie before. I think Danzig has seen plenty of movies, but that doesn't mean he, right that, <laughs> that he knows why they work the to make them the, the way they are. Then that's why he loves and he's them. wearing all the hats. Right. Yeah. So you yeah. don't think any of the technical aspects he was playing up for humor. Well, there's some inherent yeah. humor in reference. Like, just making something look kind of like something. People will laugh out of recognition. And I think he thinks that's kind of what we're doing a lot of the times. But we're laughing at the incompetence. Like, the bone-deep, first-film, hilarious incompetence that is on display. <laughs> well, because also, think about how he described... Like, that he's a photographer and how much attention he's he serious. pays to the lighting. He's serious. Yeah. Listen, we're getting into the micro. We need to go macro with this. Okay. Let's set the scene is what you're saying. Yes. Let's talk about some of the... What the, the fuck is going on in the yeah. first one? Yeah. No we, idea. <laughs> the fir first one... We have a CG albino spider crawling around on a flower. And a pink-haired French girl... Is giving a dude a blowjob. <laughs> Varying degrees of success on the French accents throughout this section. The entire first section, for some reason, is French. I think because he imagined it that way. He said it was set in Paris during the Q and A. Yeah, that was yeah. the best part of the Q and A, where it's like, "Hey, in case you didn't notice, uh, the whole first segment right. was set in Paris," and people were like, "Oh, uh, yeah, they were making fun of him there." So everybody's going, "We, we," like the guy getting the blowjob was like, "We, we, we." And he's trying to get the girl's top off, and she's like, no, 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 leave my top on. And and that sets the stage for the pace, because that goes on for a while. It goes, <laughs> they struggle for a while, it's very awkward. You you get... It's you, like Ozu in that way. Right? Yes, and the, the interstitial wraparound section with Caden Cross is shot way better than this. Mm -hmm. So you, you're set up for a certain production quality, and then they dump you into the actual story and it's sub-porn quality. Right. So they're struggling around. She takes her top off and it's revealed that she has these two dewy eyeballs on... Eyeball nipples. Where her nipples should be, yes. And this obviously freaks the guy out. He's gone. So she's crying. Her eyeball nipples are crying. And the tears <laughs> fall onto the CG albino spider... Which causes the spider to metamorphosize into a giant Mortal Kombat Goro-looking albino <laughs> Spider-Man. Outstanding, outstanding, yeah. outstanding. And he also is is struggling with a French accent. Oh, he is. He's got a French mustache. Also, he does. He like made out of veins or something. He looked kind of like a Clive Barker creation. He did. He did. But the lighting is so harsh it's not doing him any favors so the lighting throughout the film does no favors to the, the latex is very and, clear yeah. like where the yeah. where the edges are like all the seams are clearly visible mm. all the gore is we the camera always lingers on well past also all the breast <laughs> enhancements are very yes, yes. So from the cast, yes, very I mean, visible where the cast, stars like, are. All yeah. Even stars the period pieces. Yes. The, the cast, the cast appears to be yes. comprised mainly of porn stars and strippers. Yes. So there's an, a, not, a lot of nudity required of these. Tons yeah. of nudity in this movie. A lot of bolted on tits. So, <laughs> what happens is the conceit, if you will, I will, is that <laughs> when this woman falls asleep, her spider friend goes out and 
kills. Snaps necks. Snaps necks. They call him the necks. The neck snap. Lenex snapper. Yeah. Lenex snapper. Neck breaker. Lenex breaker. Lenex breaker. That's French. That checks out. First, he likes to fuck in the ass, and then he wants to snap a neck. So yes, he he approaches a prostitute who is standing by this alley, and the idea is it's too dark for her to see what a hideous creature he is. But they show a wide shot, and it, he is well lit in the alley, and it's just a giant, like latex Spider-Man yeah, standing he in this alley. The shadows or it is hilarious, <laughs> and he's yes, he's he's like, I want to fuck you in the ass, and then hear how your neck snaps. And <laughs> another thing that happens in this movie is whenever there is action about to take place, like with what happens here. The spider begins approaching the prostitute, and then there's a cut to close-up, and it's the action has progressed way ahead. <laughs> like, they're, they, they skip the part that's tough to block, which is the initial contact, and they skip ahead to just before a knife goes into a neck or a neck snaps. It's interesting. I've never seen action staged this way. <laughs> but he snaps necks. She... <laughs> And the police are are catching up. They're finding the body. The French right? police are finding yeah. these these neck snapped women, and they're always befuddled. The woman is like, "Oh no, the spider is killing people while I sleep. I must stay awake." So she walks the streets <laughs> in a trench coat, <laughs> and she goes into like a porno theater, and there's these dudes just kind of like sitting there watching a porno movie. And this is when the zooms really blossom. Yeah. She's she's sitting there in the porno theater and she's like, oh, it's a movie about people make sex. She's saying this out loud. She, she's saying it out loud. And she's starting to fall asleep. And that's when the electronic servo zoom starts zooming in unevenly, mind you. It's not an elegant, smooth zoom. It's It moves quick, slow, stop, quick, slow... <laughs> And then it pulls back and forth and back and forth. And these guys are just kind of crawling around her. Well, she's yeah, she's sleeping, and they're they're like they're making creepy, making moves. Three guys that are in the theater somehow now all know each other, and they've all decided to prey on a woman that happens to walk in there. Yes. And one of them says, "Are you sure she's asleep? Are you sure she's asleep? We." Oui. So while she's sleeping, we see the spider going to town on some other poor unsuspecting woman. And the spider is like, no, don't wake up yet. No, no, I haven't snapped the neck yet. No. <laughs> and it is like the audience is becoming delirious at this point. Yeah, like, it's reaching bedlam. It's there really is no better way to see this than the way we just saw this. Because everybody was on board with it. And they gave it all the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like, they were just trying to have a good time. And a good time was it had. It was a party. So, I mean, what even happens? I, like, what? what all I know is that actor said he spent eight hours a day getting into makeup oh, before he was getting hours. emotional. Yeah. Oh, he was getting emotional. For, for and you know what? I thought he gave a good performance for what he was uh, sure. asked to do. How could he have... How, Lathered in latex. How could he have mm. done any better? Yeah, the, this movie wraps up. 
Is the spider dying? The endings are all kind of interesting. The cops, like... the cops, another huge laugh was when the cops were outside with a battering ram, and they obviously, <laughs> it was not in the budget for them to ram through the door that they were supposed to ram through from the outside, so they kind of mimed the motion of the ramming, but like pulled the punch when <laughs> when there was contact. It was a delicate ram. It was a delicate ram, and people were losing their shit. <laughs> and then you cut to the inside, and they just, it's already wow. half busted through. It's another it's another jump forward. <laughs> so they they move in. I think the spider loses his accent and he's just like, "You bitch, you called the cops." And then the cops just open fire on him and it's hilarious. Like they open fire, he's still standing, so you're like, "Oh, he's strong." They cut back to the cops and they're like, "Is he dead?" And then he's just on the floor dead. Like <laughs> no mystery. <laughs> and then I think they just kind of stare at him until it and they phase, stare at her too. They stare at the eyeball nipple. Yeah, and that's when it fades to black. That's right. And the eyeball nipple is kind of a mystery that is only revealed if you can go to the Q and A screening. That's where... right. Yes, he he revealed. He said we didn't have it in the budget to show the origin story of how she got the eyeballs on her nipples. And it's from a spider bite of her so, mother. Some somebody in the audience was like, "Tell us now, Glenn." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, he, they called him on it." And without missing a beat, he's like, "A woman was doing laundry and got a spider bite, and nine months later, she gave birth to a child with eyeballs on her boobs." And, and then, then the, crowd people, the crowd just went nuts. <laughs> but that's what I love about like. Going back to his intent, yes, like he had backstories. Yes. Oh yeah, Dude. like the, no, no, he gave like, again. He was talking F. With Zoe, yeah, well, that that was that was a gem. He said a lot of people just shoot raw. A lot of he was really angry a too. A lot of assholes, Dude. a lot of idiots oh, shoot raw God. and just want the colorist it's to trekky, make it look good. All right, it's tricky. And then he said, "We used f stops. <laughs> we use f stops. We take time to light. So that, we so put again, a light in this girl's lap, thing. and she he just... says one thing where you're like, he knows how absurd this is. Yeah. But but then he says something else that like, especially when it comes to the the filmmaking <clears> itself, <throat> has nothing to do with the the world he's imagined in the comics or anything where he is it's clear he's clueless yes it's yeah. clear um but there are it's, these two it's girls sitting behind us that were giving commentary like the whole screening <laughs> got to the q a one girl said to the other like he's insane like he <laughs> like dancing is insane <laughs> <laughs> i see but i i think again why this works for me <laughs> is the he so clearly yes he is the backstory he's got the comics yes he it's is a world. so passionate about this he loves it it tickles him yes he and he's taking it seriously and he's unaware of the results yes that his labor is begetting and so that just creates uh, you you love it yeah and you want more of it and 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 uh, it's delightful I agree with the launch master you could not write a book on how to make a movie no, this way. It has to come you from can't within. Do it. It has to come from yeah. the evil within. Yeah. So moving right along. Part two. Part two is oh my God. It's just a strip joint. So <laughs> it begins with right. a woman chasing another woman in ridiculous shoes and she's like, Why are you chasing me? And the woman's like, I want your face and she's got like a knife, and she cuts her face off. <laughs> and then she wears it. And then she wears it. 
To the strip joint. To the strip joint. And so, I would say, conservatively, this section has 20 minutes of stripping. Yeah. Full length. I felt, I felt like I was hanging song. at the strip joint. Yes. Like, after you definitely feel like you're there. Like, the most half-hearted, mild, like, tepid, oh. like, like, just not fun stripping. It's yeah. not fun. No. It's it's. But it is funny. <laughs> it's funny, but it, it's mainly funny in retrospect, because when you're sitting there... <laughs> And you, the first, the first movie with the albino spider <laughs> moved at a pretty, pretty decent clip in comparison. And this one, I think he wanted to feature the songs too, so they play the That's full right. songs. Yeah. And these women are just bored and like dancing and like, oh, it's just <laughs> there's Real. so much of it. But you've also stated, pretty much, like the logline is the plot is all that happens. Yeah. Like, yes. she goes, every encounter r- plays the same. She takes a face. But the cops are, in this one, I think, delightful. Very strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Better than the French cops. Yes. yes. Yeah. So the they're cops, saying, well, yeah, they're go going ahead. for comedy. The co- yeah. They are going for comedy, and they achieve it. They really The cops it. in this, there's split diopters with, like, a faceless woman in the foreground, and the cops speaking about it in the background. And they're just kind of like, give me the situation here. What's the situation? It's like... Her face, sir, has been stolen. There's no trace of it. And he's like, blood trail? No, there's no trace. Just the face is gone. 13 corpses. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we don't want the press to get wind of this. Oh, no, that's the last thing we'd want right now. (laughs) They said, what do you think she wants? What do you think they wanted? The face. Just the face. Well, that's the motive. That's, well, that's that's the the motive. motive. They wanted the face. And then it'll fade to black slowly as they continue to just look. And then we're back in the strip joint. And then we're back in the strip joint. We're like rocking in the strip joint. Every other scene in this is followed by just a full song at the strip joint. (laughs) And it's the same patron shot on the same day wearing the same, there's a guy that just has a hat that says fuck on it. Yeah, yeah. He's there every time in the exact same spot. Oh my god. So they the announcer who we assume was the announcer for our evening tonight who was telling us to go to the snack bar. He's in the strip joint and he's like, "Give it up for the mysterious mystery girl." And then the mystery girl comes out and she's the one that's been stealing faces. But she has her face covered up. Like I never fully understood she, she steals faces to wear, but then she covers up her face? I think they couldn't get the effects right. <laughs> she alluded to being disfigured or something? Yeah, she was she disfigured. She is disfigured. So, but she was putting the face over her face, but right. it, covers it, it anyway. probably looks so hideous when she did that. You shouldn't be a stripper doing that. She had to kind of cover her face up So she more. kind of has a cape and a face covering, and she just kind of like flails her cape around in a very strange dance. And you see it. I mean, they'll play three minutes straight of it. Yeah. She she has to hold that screen for a long time. She's just flipping the cape around. And there's also her lair. She's in her lair with with different faces, like just just skin wads. Rubber mask skin wads. Hanging on the walls that she talks to. (laughs) I don't know if that was a, a reference to the Misfits song Skulls, which features the lyric... Chopped off heads of pretty girls, put them on my wall. Wow, uh, it probably Look at is. That call back. It could probably be. is. Could be. I thought the performance of Mystery Girl was probably 
one of the strongest performances in the film. I liked her. Who was that? I don't know. She was low key, and her face was covered up most of the time. <laughs> but she she was intense. I she like, was intense. I she knew what movie she was in, and she was milking it. And the camera zoomed on her eyes a lot. There was a perfect zoom that was effective, and the crowd went nuts. Mm. It was a snap zoom on her face, and it wasn't connected to anything story wise. She was just given a cool look. It worked. But it worked, and the crowd loved it. Because we're root, like we're seeing what he's going for with these zooms, right? It ca- it cannot be overstated how important these zooms are <laughs> to the movie, <laughs> and we're all invested. We we're like Glenn. We know you're the DP. We want you to get it right. And so when he gets it right, when he gets it so right, everybody's just like, "Yes, Standing yes, you did it! You did it, man! You got one right!" <laughs> so. What happens? This cop goes nuts looking for Mystery Girl. He oh, inter- right, the, the main cop. He interrogates the other strippers. We get lots of shots of guys, like, walking places. Yes. And then the shot's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a shot will start. Yes, yes. You'll see something. You'll see a guy turn a corner. Yes. He'll look away. And fade then he'll to keep black. Going. And then, yeah, you'll fade to black. And it's go- you know, there's shots that don't even need to be in the sequence but because you get in this in this Danzig's mind yes you, you start becoming delirious you're walking through his mind yeah <laughs> now Lucas were you awake you're asleep right now but were, were you awake during this movie yeah okay good yeah okay so all Which, this to me that's like that's a rating in and of itself that's huge so is all this checking out so yeah, far yeah yeah okay I have nothing to add it was, it was... <laughs> It's definitely like watching someone's home movie. <laughs> this this ending of the mystery girl. I don't remember it. Well, the cop shoots her. She gets away, yes. and yes. then we go six months later, and we're back in we're that back strip in the strip club. club. And she does a full routine, full and she's, song. And she's got bullet hole scars bullet of the torso. Right, yeah. and then we go back. Uh, do we go to her lair once more? And I don't think so. Do. I think we fade out of the strip club. I yep, think. we I just fade out. And then, and then uh, the point that Caden Cross comes back. Yes, on. yeah. People I guess she got away with it. What, you know, like, <laughs> what always happens <laughs> is these stories end on such a weird anti-climactic <laughs> no cli- note yeah. that they'll fade out, and then when we see Caden come back. Everybody in the crowd realizes, oh, that one's done, and they they, they applaud. And she makes a like some kind of pun joke. Yeah, sort of, sort, sort of. of, like half puns. Like, face it, that was scary. Moving, Moving on. on. <laughs> Moving on. Part three: bathing in blood. So bathing in blood, my part darkling. three. Wow. Part three was at once the most ambitious and the least developed. <laughs> Yeah. And yet. It was probably the longest, but... The longest. It felt the longest. Yeah. Mm. It, it... Part two had its, had its pleasures. Sure. But it was a bit of a letdown after part one. Yes. So you don't know where part three is... If this is going to keep declining. Typical of a, of a three-part anthology, the middle is usually the doldrums. Right. Well, part three... <laughs> Delivered <laughs> a, a sustained period of bedlam inside of me and in that theater yes. that I have not experienced in a long, long time. I well, let's set the stage it's, here. It's a it's, period piece. And you have to understand by, at this point, we've been tiptoeing through Danzig's mind for well over an hour. So people are just cracking up. They're going crackers. He's an unreliable narrator. They're just babbling to themselves at this point. Like, it's it's out of control. So yeah. we've been conditioned 
<laughs> he's got us right where he wants us to tell this tale where it's it's like a riff on the the old Lady Bathory tale of bathing in virgin blood. And virgin. Virgin, as they say in this. Virgin. Is she a virgin? It starts with the Contessa yes. Yes. <laughs> selecting a virgin from the village. She pays, she pays the virgin's mother some coins and takes her off to her castle. The mother holds the coins in her hand and the camera just lingers on her as she half smiles, half cries, and then sort of slowly backs out of the camera frame and it fades to black. And people were clapping at that. People yeah. were just like... Yes, she got paid. And and the outdoor scenes, we have a CG castle in the background. CG we're castle, basically like in Griffith Park. Right? But yes, I think it's yeah. Griffith Park. Yes, but we we have real horses. Yes, and Danzig, I was right on his page. I I could hear him in the editing room. He's like. We paid for those horses. You will use every second of horse riding footage that we have for the Contessa. So the Contessa's riding through this village, and it over and over and over again, we see the exact same shots of her just riding on this horse. Because I don't think he met, he was meeting the length requirement for yes. this piece. So this one, this one, this one was pushed it. the section... The, and the story that we really push the zooms. Yep. We push the extensions yes. of the length of the Everything sequence. is completely extended. We are in in supreme Danzig in this in this sequence. He I built think. to this. He built to everything. It. Everything was leading to this. She rides around on the horse for, God knows how long. Takes the Virgin to her to her castle. <laughs> and I noticed. I noticed in the in the opening credits, the opening credits are very long to this movie, by the way. All all cast members get a title card, and there are some credits that give away something. So it's like the Bone Bath of Blood, designed by. I'm like Bone Bath of Blood. It was nice. She goes to the castle. Cut to the Bone Bath of Blood. The Virgin is chained up, nude. And this poor woman had to stay in this position for God knows how Probably long. Probably eight nope. to ten to twelve hours. Oh, oh my because, god! Because, but because oh. the scene itself is like about ten minutes long. Okay, so this scene is going to go down in in some sort of history. <laughs> the Virgin, her wrists have been cut. All her blood is pooling in this bath. The Contessa comes, unrobes, just robes. Yeah, gets into the bathtub, and proceeds to just. Kind of just slosh around, savor it in this tub yeah. for. I mean, minutes. let's let's be Multi-minutes. honest. Like how long? Ten, 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 ten minutes. Ten, ten, ten minutes. We're gonna summon something. I feel like. I think we gotta summon the salad dragon here. The Salad Dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. She sucks on the Virgin's arm. She (laughs) scoops up blood and wipes it on her face. On the armpit. The camera does not cut. It is zooming in and out and up and down. She's bathing in this blood, and you can see her reacting to off-camera instructions. That's right. It's as if he said, just keep going, give me more to work with. Now go back to sucking on her arm. And we'll you, cut around this. We'll, yeah. <laughs> they don't cut anything. And then they bring another Virgin in. Yes. Right. And they cut her throat. 
and, all and over we again. get we get just a fire hose of blood <laughs> coming just, out of her it throat. It just like, sprays all yeah. over the Contessa's face. <laughs> this is still the same scene. <laughs> and it is just spraying and spraying and spraying. She's licking it up and swallowing it. And then she goes back to the other one who's chained up and just starts stroking her arm Running again. fingers along her arm. and yeah. It just keeps going. And just like as far as traditional storytelling goes, <laughs> there's no effort to put obstacles in the way of this character. No, she's just doing what she does. There's no character arc. There's no barely any dialogue, really. That's correct. She's yeah. just bathing that in the cannot be stressed it's... enough, actually, about what... The structure of this of this story is there, just cut open a virgin and bathe in that and blood. do it in scene after scene after scene. So then she goes out riding her horse at night. We get all every second of that horse footage that they got. She rides toward the camera, and then she rides away from the camera, and we wait till she's completely out of frame before we cut. She chains the horse to a po- to, to to a like twig. To a twig. <laughs> she puts the horse's reins around the tiniest twig, and the audience fucking lost it. Yeah, must have been in the bathroom for that moment. Yeah, no, it, it must have. They lost the their fucking minds. Oh man. She puts she puts the reins around the little twig. <laughs> she heads out. A wolf approaches her in slow motion. There's obviously tomfoolery with the trainer going on, where they choose their angles very carefully. It is a real wolf. And in the Q&A, he said that the wolf was really anxious to just eat this actress and was chomping on the set like with his powerful jaws and the actress was remaining calm. This is where I think the joy of making movies is universal amongst people that have ever made their own home video as an eight-year-old yes. child to a professional movie, whenever you are working with animals or creatures, there's the possibility of anything happening, but you can't control it. And the excitement when an animal arrives on set is unmatched. And so you could hear them in the Q&A talking about... You know, one of the actresses said, "I get to ride a horse and work with wolves." Yes, are you going to sign me up? Are you going to get a real wolf? And Danzig smiles. He's like, "We're going to get a real wolf." And you should listen to how Danzig regaled the story of 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 the wolf. And he said he's worked with other wolves. Yeah, he's like, he's he's like, I'd worked with wolves before, and everybody just fucking lost it. And you, of course, you have. He's been into wolves for a long time in his music videos. (laughs) That's right. But think about it. It's like. Every horror movie maker that has ever made any film from, you know, in their basement with their friends to Universal Studios is like a little seven-year-old child filled with excitement when the wolf comes to set. Anyway, I loved it. It's palpable. Yeah. So she feeds the wolf ostensibly a steak made of vergen, and she says, I, I think the most poignant line was... Something to the effect of, she speaks to the wolf, she looks into its eyes, got a reasonably good shot of the wolf's eyes, and she's like, you and I, are they Russian or German? She's like, you he said Eastern Bloc. Eastern Bloc. <laughs> he left it open to perfect, interpretation perfect. a little bit. Really she's like, she's like <laughs> you and I are not, are not different, not oh. too different. We just like what we like, and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And she feeds the wolf some meat. And the wolf runs off in slow motion. And then she returns to her castle, and there's an upside-down Virgin that she just... She slices the throat, 
it sprays right in her face, but this one was special because like the camera holds, it holds to the point where whatever mechanism they have in the neck is sputtering a little bit and there's like some buildup. So, so you think that the flow is done. The actress, the poor upside down nude actress, the blood is pouring down into her nostrils. You can see she comes back to life suddenly just to get some a breath. She's just kind of like, <gasps> and then which is not supposed to happen. She's like dead. But when she does that, the squirting mechanism squirts again. And, and she's just toying with the squirting mechanism. And she down. just goes with it. Yeah. It starts squirting in her face again. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> just spray it all over her face. Spurt, spurt, spurt. She wipes it off her face. And then it fades to black. Wait a minute. Did we, did we cover the mirror? Show? No, yeah. no, we did not cover that. This yeah. is Salad Dragon the, the second. That there's is a the second one. He and the, the second ten minute scene in the movie. Yes. Oh my she, god. This, this... This will be studied by bad movie lovers forever. I've never seen anything like it Every, in my entire movie going life. Everybody in the theater like just slowly went insane during the scene. So yeah. she is sitting in her bedroom area. She has a, a handmaid or whatever. And she's like, do I look more beautiful from bathing in the blood? And she's like, yes, beautiful and younger, more beautiful than ever. And then the Contessa approaches a mirror. She admires herself in the mirror. She leans closer to the mirror to admire her face. She backs up, admiring her body. She leans closer to admire her face. She backs up to admire her body. This goes on. How long does this go on for? Ten minutes. Oh it, my god! It, and what, now, how many cuts were there? In this, I don't remember I don't, any cuts. I don't there think any? there were any. I don't think there were any cuts in this. In this shot. In this shot. It, I, and it was it was hysteria in the theater. It got yeah. to the point where every time she leaned back forward to inspect her face, just the crowd just erupted. Yeah. Yes. Yes. She did it again. Oh my fucking god! She did it. <laughs> and then she'd lean back. People would calm down, and then you'd hear, like, you just feel the theater vibrating. And, Is he going to let it happen again? And she'd lean forward, and they just, yeah, even bigger, yes, It was like yes. an adult swim moment without yeah. intention. It was in this scene where I realized the hype was real. The hype was real. The hype was real. This film is going to be watched in yes. mi by midnight movie yes, forever. lovers. It is <laughs> forever. going to have a room-esque life. And I people don't know are realizing yeah. it live. That's right. That's and right. it's a special thing when they... This mirror scene especially. That's like, well, that's when I realized it for sure. People are going to bring their own yeah. mirrors to screenings. Yeah, like, it's going to get crazy. Yeah. Like, people are going to do this for Halloween and lug a mirror around. So... What happens then? I, I always forget I, the ending. I mean, well, well I think she I leaned they, over. Oh, yes, cut, yes. They cut a virgin's head off. Yes, she cuts a virgin's head and off. And then she's got a collection of heads, much like the collection of faces that were collected in the second part. Yes. It's nearly so it's, an identical it's plot. Yeah, yeah, repeating throughout the ages uh, mm. something. And then she gets one more virgin. <laughs> she gets one more virgin that she cradles on, what is that, like some sort of podium or altar? And cuts her over. she sticks a knife into her cleavage, cuts it down, and then proceeds to take out her heart, which uh -huh. is a giant heart that's yes. still beating. 
and, and, the, and according to Danzig <laughs> and the producer and the producer <laughs> the t entire theater was quiet we we were stunned and he let us point. know this twice he let us know this twice in the Q&A but we weren't but we weren't we were laughing throughout he's like that is the only scene in my film where the audience is always silent. It's like, but we we weren't, but cool, dude. Like, Well, you know what else he said? No one will ever do a scene like that again. He's like, no one will ever try it again after me. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. <laughs> He's never seen The Brood where, like, Samantha Egger just, like, rips open her... Organs and, yeah. But, and starts licking her own fetus. True. But the Contessa just kind of sucks on this heart. and Her assistant loves it. Her assistant loves it. They take the body away, and then she just continues to suck on the heart. And I think that was—I think that was fade to black on that one. I think we're back to Caden more or less. Then yeah. we're back. <laughs> we're back to Caden. Caden says something like, "You know, have a little heart." Until or something. next time. And then something she, about dark. It, yeah, she's like, "Until next time, always stay dark." Well, and the <laughs> zoom has kind of now made its way into her sequence. Yes. Yeah. It's infected. <laughs> See you at Veratuka. <laughs> That's right. She's like, stay dark. And then it goes straight to credits. UPM. Oh my god. Wow. So that that happened. Let's go to them Veratica bones. I can feel it in my bones. I mean, who to even begin with? I think mm, strategically. Brother Lucas, what do you got? What do you got going I'll, on? I'll pull the pin on my grenade and lob it in first. Yeah, this uh, reminded me a lot of uh, <clears throat> Lokeisha. Um, <laughs> had I had I seen the trailer to this, I would have probably invoked the Lokeisha law and took a pass. Oh, you wouldn't have even come already. Like uh, that, that was a month ago, dude. No. I thought you could use it once a year or something. <laughs> once, a year. once a year, I know. But he has another one but, this year. But I, uh, I, I remember Brother Zach before the movie started finding out that the the lodge mistress would be attending, which I, I couldn't believe. And Zach was concerned. He was like, "Does she know?" the quality of the filmmaking or like he like he had some very pointed question and 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 matt was like no no yeah she's aware she's aware and and so yeah when it started i was like damn this is like danzing's like vision like that he's doing it all on his own like student he's not, feature he's not asking yeah anyone for help like it's not even a student feature it really is porn like it really it goes back to this like weird perverse like form of like pornography you know like we're watching we're watching uh this this person's you know what gets them what gets them turned yes. on you know yes. and i yeah i grew up liking gory movies don't get me wrong but um yeah i had to close my eyes at a couple of scenes because it was just so it's too much gratuitous like just so violent um you know women begging for their life like begging like in real time in real time with no script right like dancing's like i want you to beg for your life okay you ready <laughs> action, action and it's like oh here we go like um so i, I give this a wolf this is like I, I can't yeah i can't uh recommend this in good conscience he's to, like, to anybody yeah he's it's, it's it. rough it's rough lt has delicate sensibilities brother bishke what do you got going on? Yeah, as someone who's so well versed in the why so well, yeah, I mean universe. the room. The room, as you know, is four bones for me. And, mm. and so how and how do you square all that? So well, this one, <laughs> I'm a little puzzled. I, yeah, I because because there's certainly 
aspects of it that, that are straight out of the Wiseau um, playbook where you just he doesn't have a clue. Like, yeah. You know, and the first third, I, I was just like, the line deliveries and everything, I was just like, this guy is like, you out know. Out to lunch. He's really out to lunch. But then at times, in the last two thirds, where he's pulling off more <laughs> of an Ed Wood or kind of like a, I don't know, I'm going campy with this. When he goes that route, then I'm not, you know, I kind of like the Christian filmmaker to the campy filmmaker. Right. Um, <laughs> I love this struggle. That so you're it's and I, but I'm still not sure after that Q and A. I would have liked a longer Q and A, maybe. <laughs> Two I'm questions still, wasn't enough for you. No, I, I could have used some audience, like you know, what were you going for? You know, different things. But anyway, what was up with the zooms? What was the zoom? You know, I was, why, that was why'd my. Why did you have him talk in French accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of questions that I have. And for that, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it two bones. Okay. We'll see what the what the life of this film is going to yes. be. I'm very curious. <laughs> right on the Amorth line. Yeah. yeah. Right on the Amorth. You're going right down the middle. All right. Whew. Brother Dave, give us what you got. Well, I just want to say I watched it with a buddy of mine. Yeah. I was a little separate from my lodge mates. You were. And um, he mentioned to me a theory that he'd had or he'd heard that like if you ever in life get really successful famous rich whatever that your development as a human being kind of becomes arrested at that point point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and in the turn as far as glenn danzig goes i wonder if that's true that's early because yeah that would be like uh you know maybe mid 80s let's say <laughs> like uh, he was he was very talented before that but like he really found success like mid to late 80s and so I just wonder if, like, you know, because even his taste in actresses, as far as like, very buxom, you know, very peroxide blonde, a it's, lot of them. It's it, porn. It's literally porn I, stars. I, I wouldn't say that. I'd just say that's his taste in in actresses, right? Sure. Like he's he's not going for talent or per se. He's going for his vision of like heavy metal magazine. Yes. Air <laughs> crumb comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, crumb, or what his groupies were like. Right. Back then. Yes, that's interesting. Like Pamela Anderson's mm-hmm. types. You know what I mean? As opposed to mm-hmm. whoever they would be now. You know. Right. Yeah. Jenny McCarthy. Playboy circa 1990. Exactly. That's what a lot of the actresses looked like. Not all of them. And, and, you know, some of them were talented. Some of them weren't so great. But, like, that really struck me where I'm like, yeah, that's that's totally true. The Arrested Development. And this felt like, you know, a comic book that a 13-year-old might write. Absolutely. That, you know, he's not interested in character. He's not interested in, like, cause and effect or Uh a theme. He's just like, what would be cool? Yeah. And on that level, it's kind of fun. But... I expect more out of Glenn Danzig. Mm. So I think I'm going to give it one and a half bones. One and a half Below, bones. Yes. Below the Amorth. Below the Amorth. But, wow. you know, I'm, I'm going to... I also peed a lot during the movie. Okay. So I In had your to, seat or you left? I, <laughs> I left. Okay. So, you know, I, I would. I definitely would revisit this. The spell broke a couple times. It was fun, though. It, it was certainly fun. I, I just wish... I wish he was a little more ambitious, just because I know he he's had it in his head for so long, and sure. I wish I almost wish he had like he wasn't surrounded with sycophants who are oh, like yeah, you yeah. know telling him it looked great and it sounded great and the script was great. Just like push him a little harder, you know. Like I wonder if it could have been an interesting, cool anthology movie. I don't understand why Danzing can't have a movie aesthetically like Mandy. You know, like how do you not achieve that kind of aesthetic or production value? 
Well, he didn't. He he did say that the hardest part was achieving his vision with the budget that he had. So I don't know what that budget was. There I was no budget. I, I was like, there is no budget. I, I was like, I was making some guesses in my mind. What, what, I think I think. If, oh, give me an over under, Zach. Well, people have to show up. You're paying. Of, you're you're feeding them. There's talent. Strip there's, joint. There's talent. There's locations. A, there's a lot of nude bodies. People yes. don't just show up and get naked on camera for nothing. But so. they might for Danzig. <laughs> well, yes and no. I mean, like I, that's what I'm saying. For guild minimum. There are there are prosthetics. They're not great, but they exist throughout the film. Yeah. It could be inflated, if. There's a, a sugar daddy doesn't know better and he's paying people more than, than he needs to. Mm-hmm. So I go, yeah, so on a low end, I think he made this for a hundred grand. Mm. On a high end, sorry, I'm going to go even a little lower. On a low end, he made it for 60 grand. Wow. On a high end, he made it for a quarter million. There you that, go. That, that, that's, that's what I think. And it could be, anything in between wouldn't surprise me. Let's transition seamlessly into your bone count. Well... <laughs> Earlier, uh, well, was this earlier this year or is it the end of last year where we, we dove into speed kills in the motorboat industry? Yes. Hard, hard uh, to tell. Late, uh, late last year. Late last <laughs> it's year. It's all such a blur. Mm, yeah, I think. There were moments in speed kills where I was beside myself. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was early on, and it gave me what I sought. Yes. It, now, it didn't sustain it. No. Tonight was... A true delight. <laughs> I was a little nervous in that second sequence that it wouldn't attain the heights. <laughs> it's a lot of stripping. I was working so hard with the film at that point, but yes. it, it gave me enough nutrients to survive that desert. And yes. then when we got to the kingdom of the Contessa, <laughs> I I just I just was a puddle at that point. Yeah. Of a, a puddle of a human being. I couldn't peel myself off the floor. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. I just want to go back to Ed Wood very briefly. <laughs> of course. In Tim Burton's Ed Wood, he's pitching a concept, and un- unsuccessfully, where he says it's called Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula. And that's what Veronica is. Yes. Violent Veronica. Erotica. And that's like, I'm in the mind, man. I'm in the mind of the maker of this completely absurd nonsense. But I feel his love, man. It comes through. I feel his love. I'm so tickled by it. And I'm so tickled by the passion and the incompetence meeting at like this supreme level. Meeting at the strip club. Fuck. (laughs) I, I, this is a three bone experience. There is no question I would recommend this, but I only recommend it if you can see it Live in person with a group with of a group. people. You need if you're a group. watching on the couch alone, this Not movie gonna is going to you're going to turn it off a few minutes in, perhaps. That's a three boner from Z. It's a three bone experience. Okay. Wow. No regrets. Zach no didn't make me change my bone count, but he made me realize that 13 year old Dave would give it three bones. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. I'm tapping into 13 year old Zach. We used to watch movies like this at a, at my friend Graham's house on the weekend. We would seek out. Movies like Metal Storm, The Destruction of Jared Sin. Yes. And and I just got to say, Mr. Danzig, thank you very much. And good luck to you on your vampire spaghetti western. <laughs> I, I will consider showing up for that one as well. He did say in regards to his vampire spaghetti western, he said, I will have a small role. And just so you know, 
In this movie, everybody's a fucking vampire. You don't have beginning. to. You don't have to wait to see a vampire in this thing. Everybody's a vampire. So the soundtrack's been done for two years. I, mean, I just yeah, it just like I can imagine how he pitches and how he. It just I feel like I'm in the presence of Ed Wood. Yeah, and I love it. I just love it. I love it so much. And, and as someone who goes to see art films and like, I just, but this, this kind of raw excitement for the quote unquote magic of movies meets the reality of that execution. It's so, and it, gets, it's, it gets so real. Oh, it's just lovely. Man, it's fun to watch. You know what? I am right on your page, Zach. Whoa. And while I was watching this, I, I was thinking about you too, because... This isn't your usual film. This isn't anybody's usual film that they go to see, but especially for you, Zach, it's really special when you do come out and walk on the wild side with something like this. It is a three-bone experience. Yes. Yes, sir. It's a three-bone experience with a crowd. Mm. Yes. I'm not going to officially give it three bones Mm. because you're not going to have the experience that we had. Mm. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen unless this really takes off and you get, like, the room-level fervor over it. Which I don't know if it's going to get, because there are those... It's tough to say, because it was all Danzig fans. Like, all Danzig yes. fans. When you have those long stretches at the strip club, <laughs> and the long, albeit interesting stretches in the third part, it could buck some people off. It could send people to sleep. It could... It could yeah, it, dangerous for a midnight movie. It's dangerous. I'm going to give it two and a half because of the passion because it showed me things that i've never seen that i never even dreamt of seeing before the the cg albino spider really set the table for me <laughs> and i knew we were in for something special <laughs> it was the we spider were. it wasn't the uh, eye nipples the eye nipples were the dessert you can tell he's been basting in this material for so long there's no way you could duplicate it no matter how hard you tried there's just impossible it's singular Two and a half, three if you have a full theater full of freaks like we did. Holy shit. Worth the money. Lucas, mm. you know, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> what a pearl clutcher we have back here. <laughs> My God. We need we but we do need we do need that control element. And Lucas, you are the custodian of the student filmmaking line. You you will not cross certain boundaries. You stick to the bones was, as look, they I, are defined. I, yes. I kept a, a steadfast eye on him to make sure he stayed awake. And he was awake? He was awake. That's there great. were times where he's covering his face. Sure, but he was awake. And I gotta say, there were a couple times he could not help himself. The man was giggling. Oh! He was giggling. <laughs> He, yeah, he couldn't laughing. fight it. He could laughing. not fight it. He well, was enjoying himself. It, it was staggering how he just yeah did it all on his own. You know well, that, well, that man did not have any help from anybody. Like that was, <laughs> that was like one end credit where his name was everywhere, and I like totally bought it. I was like, I believe it. Well, I'll you, a favor, Glenn. We're very <laughs> we're very proud of you for staying awake. Hopefully this praise will encourage you to stay awake more you, often. You know what was funny though? What I kept thinking, I was thinking, man, I half expect like Ricardo Montalban's pre-recorded voice to be like, "Okay, that's enough. Like the screening <laughs> is over. Like I am rolling over in my grave." We saw it at the Montalban Theater, and they did play a recorded message of Ricardo Montalban to telling us to turn our blackberries off at the beginning. It was very charming. <laughs> that's Veronica, y'all. I mean, a singular, experience, a singular experience. Coming to a VOD, possibly a theater near you. Yeah, I think it's it's coming out on Halloween. 
So just get some people together when you watch it, for God's sakes. <laughs> and don't give up until you get to the, that third act. Don't give up. Don't give up. Do what you must. <laughs> Wait for that virgin blood. Virgin. <laughs> Brother Dave, Brother Zach, thank you so much for joining us on this epic quest. Yeah, rock on. And uh, love and darkness. Love and darkness, y'all. Erotica, erotica.